0: Welcome and thank you to uh, Katie for uh, uh, sharing the worship with us this morning. Uh, A real blessing. Um, We're going to be taking communion at the end of uh, this uh, service uh, my talk Um, so please if you can get the stuff ready if you have got the stuff ready that's great the bread the wine um, or substitutes whatever it might be then uh, uh, please do that if you haven't done that maybe worth doing that now pause the video um, and and do it that way Um, this week i am going to be focusing on Uh, faith over the fear of the unknown. But before I do that, I'm going to pray. It's really important. So let's pray, shall we? Father, I want to thank you for this opportunity to be able to share um, some thoughts and some ideas that I feel you have, have led me in this morning. Lord, I pray for every single person watching this. May they know your voice speaking to them this morning. That Father in the unknown, they can turn to you. So I pray your blessing upon each one of us as we uh, uh, start this this morning. In Jesus' name, Amen. I actually asked if I could take this subject um, as we were discussing things as a team because um, I felt I had a little bit of a download um, uh, during the night uh, a few weeks back uh, that 's how it kind of happens you know woken up in the middle of the night, and all of a sudden there 's kind of like this these thoughts start to happen, and scriptures come into your head and and uh, I just shared it with the guys, and I said, Look, maybe God has said something here to me to share with everyone so um, That's what I'm going to be doing this morning, sharing some thoughts, some scriptures with you on this subject of faith over fear of the unknown. Tom excellently captured uh, the foundations for this series last week, um, looking at some good things that are, the fears that we might have, uh, anxieties, uh, and there are bad uh, fears. we don't go too near the edge of a cliff for fear we might fall off. Um, we are to fear the Lord in a respectful, awe-driven way. that should It should really humble us in our endeavours as human beings. Um, the bad fear uh, is that which we let kind of just consume our every waking hour. The fear of losing a job, uh, not passing exams, uh, what people think of me, or even the fear of homeschooling. There are many fears that we can have, but it's, it's, it's about not letting them consume us. That is the, the, the thing that is really key here. So I'm going to have a little look at the uh, faith uh, over the fear of the unknown. Rewind a year. What plans did you have? Birthday celebrations, holiday destinations, work commitments. What plans did we have as a church? We were thinking of a thing called 2020 vision. And uh, we, we, we had a scripture of see, I am doing a new thing. It certainly has been a new thing. On 16th of March, uh, they all changed. All those plans changed as it was announced we would go into a national lockdown. And on the 23rd of March, that's what happened. All of a sudden, we were thrust into the unknown of a global pandemic. Many jobs were halted. A lot of people had to work from home. And people would ask the question, would I get paid? I think furlough at that time hasn't even been talked about. Schools were closed. What about our kids' education? Uh, what about their exams? How would we worship if we couldn't go into a building? We couldn't come into this church? Maybe the question from a nurse or a doctor, a paramedic, uh, whoever... I still have to work. Will I catch the virus? All these unknowns that we had to kind of deal with. And my favourite is obviously those who didn't know where they would get their nails done or get helium balloons for a birthday party. One of my favourites from the Billericke discussion page. The unknown was thrust upon us. Change happened and there was little we could do about it. And how many of us thought oh, we'd be sorted by 2021, won't we? January, be fine. Well, here we are, mid-February. Even today, we do not know a lot of things. When will I get the vaccine? I know many people have, but just as many haven't had the vaccine. Will furlough continue? we are told it's going up till April. What if things change? Will I even have a job? if I go back? And will I be able to go on holiday? That's a big question a lot of people seem to be asking. When we reflect on what we have all experienced this last year, we start to see the fears, the failures and some of the triumphs of the human race. We see the death toll and the effects of long-term COVID sufferers, Operations have been cancelled and lives have lost because of that and the toll it has had on many families. And especially when it comes to things like mental and physical health, we've seen divisions, anger, finger pointing uh, and blame across the board. However, we have also seen many vaccines produced in record time. We've seen heroes emerge, haven't we? The NHS staff and an old gentleman who shone a light in a dark place by just walking with a Zimmer frame. Sir Captain Tom, of course. And we've managed to meet as church, haven't we? Albeit via this virtual uh, world that we're in now. Would we have imagined this was going to happen in 2020? Absolutely not. We live a relatively uh, comfortable life in the West, don't we? And we have plans. We have plans of how we want to operate and things that we want to do. Plans for this, plans for that. Um, We've got insurances here, insurances there to make sure we're safe with all of those things. For some of us, we've planned out our education, our career uh, the houses we live in, uh, our pension and retirement plans, they are all there. But what happens when the unknown descends upon those plans? Now, I'm not a big one for planning. I do what I need to do, but I tend to live a life with a sense of it could all change tomorrow. Um, in my life, I have seen that happen quite a lot of times. The unknown happens and fear comes sometimes, the anxiety, that stress of of, of what next? Um, and that's a natural reaction that we do have. Last week in my talk to the young people who delve, I, I shared about the accident I had with my hand and a lawnmower. Um And and the fear of what I had done to my hand was was paramount. Um, And I shared that that I was in hospital with quite a lot of anxiety and pain. Would I work again? How would I earn money? I was self-employed. And it was actually a time when I was feeling so fearful that all of a sudden peace came upon me. And it was a very tangible peace where the fears were, were, were blown away. And my sister the next day said, well, that time we were praying for you as a church that you would feel peace. Um, and, and that's something that, that, that was really key in my, my, my growing and my faith development was the answer to prayer that many of us can say that we have had over the years, but we forget when we're in the midst of a really fearful and anxious uh, thing going on. So through a praying church, the fear I had turned to peace. And that's what Tom was talking about last week. That's a great starting point for us to to to, to come to God in prayer when we are feeling anxious and fearful of of what may be or may not be the unknown tomorrow. And one of the biggest unknowns that happened to me included some of my plans. I know in Proverbs it says, submit your plans to the Lord and he will work them out for you. And I think actually, you know, that's something that we have to remember that God has plans as well. And he had a different plan for me. So my plans were my carpentry business was really taking off. I parted company with my brother-in-law to go solo because I had so much work that people were asking me to do. And I was finding that building tree houses was becoming very lucrative. Um, I had lots of calls from people wanting these big old tree houses for um, their kids Now, my plans were to expand the business. I was going to ask Katie, my wife, uh, to stop working as a nursery nurse, come and work with me. I was also considering my uh, father to come out of retirement and help as well as a uh, a trained carpenter as well. We were also discussing as a family um, about combining our two households and buying one big one with my parents in an annex. The church we were attending at the time uh, were looking to plant a church into an area that was quite deprived and and had a real need in the community. And Katie and I attended a leaders uh, day away with the church leadership to pray into this. It was a a time when I had uh, just been rejected for a job, Uh, at that church um, as their youth minister. Um, Okay, that hurt a bit, (laughs) that hurt quite a bit. But I thought, well, God obviously wants me to crack on with this business plan that I kind of had and and being part of a church plant. Um, We took communion at that um, leadership day away and both of us had a sense of the scripture in Isaiah 6 Uh, where he says, uh, you know, who will go? um, And and here I am. Send me. Um, And we both felt God saying to us, I'm going to send you. A week or so later, we travelled to Essex, um, a little town called Billerickey, to visit my in-laws, Kate's parents. We attended uh, this church that Sunday morning And um, a young minister uh, called Carl, he approached me and and asked how I was doing. I replied, doing really well. Thanks, Carl. Business is good. But I'd rather do youth work full time. I thought to myself, where did that come from? (laughs) Where did I think of that? How did I think of that? The reply from Carl was, well, I'll give you a job. We're actually looking for a youth worker here i like, what? What, are you serious? I don't actually remember much of that service. All I can remember is my heart pounding and just thoughts and things running over in my, my mind, uh, kind of like going crazy. All these questions, everything was kind of like tumbling around and I wasn't quite sure what was going on. Someone thought, I'm about to make some really good money. In doing this treehouse stuff, there's some good money in it. If you're ever thinking of a job prospect, he's going to treehouse building. Just a little tip there. We're meant to be part of a church plant over where we live in, Lord. What about my plans with my parents to buy a house together? It's all a little bit weird. Everything at that point was unknown. Everything. It was kind of completely thrown Uh, Open. It was a clean slate. It was something that was just like, what do we do? Now, a meeting with Carl, a chat with my father-in-law, then started a series of events that saw my business wound up. Two houses sold within six months, and we moved to Billericay. And I started here as youth work director of the church many years ago. The only part of the original plan. That we had was that we would move with my parents and and that's what's happened. And God seriously has got a sense of humour on that one. But during that time, there was a real sense of fear and anxiety. But at every step, we saw God at work. Our faith in him and his plans washed away that fear as we stepped out in faith. Now, there are a few scriptures I want to kind of bring into this, some that that will really we all kind of know. But I think they really matter for all of us to re-look at. And I think sometimes we really ignore them. Jeremiah 29, verse 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. How many of us have actually stopped to think, is my life right now under God's plans or mine? Am I under God's plans or mine right now? Now, we probably stop at the end of verse 11, and that's where we kind of like, you know, don't want to go any further with it. The verse 12 onwards says, then you will call on me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me. And when you seek me with all your heart, I will be found by you, declares the Lord, and will bring you back from captivity now, the context of this is obviously for the children of Israel in captivity, in exile in Babylon. and Jeremiah is writing to them. However, we know that this scripture speaks to us equally today. Where are you right now in captivity to the unknown? The Israelites had no idea what was going to happen to them. But Jeremiah had heard from God and he encouraged them that God was in charge. He knew what he was doing. They just needed to seek him in prayer with all of their hearts. That was all. That was all. Nothing more, nothing less. They couldn't do anything more. But they had to seek God with all of their hearts. How many of us need to hear that right now in the year COVID 2021? God has this under control. We have questions, but our faith and trust in him needs to override any fears that we have. And we do have them and it's okay to have them. But it's when they consume our everyday thinking. We need to draw close to him to seek him with all of our hearts. Now, as I sat down to write this on Monday morning, I had a message come through from a really dear old friend of mine, Tim. His message was timely. He asked in this message, what are you doing this morning? I'm praying for you. I said, I'm writing this Sunday's sermon on faith over fear of the unknown. His reply was, wow, Gary, I guess I could really do with that. Please send me a copy. And I've said that he can uh, watch us on Sunday morning. I'll send him the link on YouTube. Tim is an inspiration to many of us who grew up in the youth work at Gold Hill Baptist Church. When we were younger, Tim was this uh, gentle giant of a man, full of faith and a physique like Samson. He was the guy you wanted in your corner when it all kicked off. Simple as that. I have a fond memory of Tim as we played a wide game uh, at this massive place, WEC, uh, Ballstroke place, and um, huge grounds and uh, myself and another lad rob uh, were running full pelt to get into the the enemy's half the opposition's half and there was this massive log in front of us massive tree and we both jumped over at the same time and behind that log was tim and it was literally like he grabbed both of us like this in one hand each and he wrestled us to the ground and we lost big time um, and it was, it, was, it was just a memory that, that, that I will always remember of, of that fun and the excitement and who Tim was. Tim was and still is a man I look up to, a godly man who encourages so many people. However, Tim is now confined to a wheelchair, his, bo- his physical body overtaken by multiple cirrhosis. For him, his physical earthly future is unknown. But what he does know is his eternal destiny. And it's his faith in Jesus that helps him overcome these fears. I know the fears are still there for him, for for Tim, for, for many of us. But it is as we draw closer to God in prayer, scripture and worship that we know the plans he has for us. And they ultimately end up in eternal glory, free of the shackles of this broken and hurting world. In Proverbs 3 verse 5 to 6, it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him. And he will make your path straight. When we lean on our own understanding, our paths go all over the place. They certainly aren't straight. The key thing here is to submit to him. For many of us, that's an issue. Submission is seen as weak and we want to be in control. However, God knows the plans we have for ourselves and most of the time they're not the plans that he has for you trust is really key in all of this maybe you can't trust the government society your neighbors or maybe your family sometimes that's justified but please don't lose your trust in god As we move towards a time of communion, it's only right that we draw ourselves closer to Jesus and how he lived. For the majority of his life, he lived with his family in a community as a carpenter. But we know so little about this stage of his life. What we do know is that God had plans for him. Plans to show the kingdom of heaven here on earth, to heal the sick, to bind up the brokenhearted, to ransom souls and forgive sins. As I read scripture and the gospels, I don't see Jesus expressing his three year plan of ministry. Did Jesus fully know the plans of the father? Says he was fully God and fully man. How did that work? Firstly, these are mysteries to us instead of us kind of really overthinking these things. These are mysteries to us. We don't fully know. What we do know is that Jesus thought it was right to spend time with his father. And so should we. Was this when he kind of got his download, as I was talking about earlier on? Had a bit of a download from God, I felt. You know, did Jesus kind of have that download, knowing what to, to do the next day? Um, Or did he actually know all of this already? What I see in the Gospels isn't a random haphazard way that Jesus ministered, but of a well-thought-out plan. It was actually systematic, methodical, always with a meaning and an outcome. But it was always led by the Spirit of God on all occasions. When you read the stories of what Jesus did You can see the plan that the father had of bringing the kingdom of heaven into people's lives and using him as the example. Jesus knew his father. Jesus knew his history of the Jews, of where he had come from. He knew scripture. He knew how to pray and he knew he was on earth to bring the kingdom of God. As Jesus drew near to death on the cross, there was one point where he questions God, "My God, my God, why have you abandoned me or forsaken me?"' It's in Matthew 27:46. He was forsaken, abandoned, separated from his father. Was this the moment that Jesus entered into the unknown? Unfortunately, we don't know. What we do know is that it's a mystery to us all. But God's plans to save humanity uh, were carried out as Jesus drew his last breath and cried out, It is finished. In my own personal experience, it's been in the unknown that my faith has grown, it's grown stronger not weaker. In the unknown, I rely on him so much more. I may have some level of anxiety in that, but in drawing closer to him, I find peace in trusting him. Hebrews 11 verse 1 says, Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for and assurance of convictions of things not seen. Anthony Delaney of Ivy Church, Manchester, once said, God unrolls the scroll of your life bit by bit so that you can deal with the plan God has for you at that time. If he unrolled the entire scroll and revealed everything before you, you would be overwhelmed with the plans that God has for you. You would probably run a mile, especially when you think, I can't do that. But God unravels it, unrolls it just a little bit at a time so that you can deal with it as you walk with him. All of us want to know what the future holds, every single one of us. But what we need to do is know the one who holds our future. As the hymn says, because he lives... I can face tomorrow because he lives all fear is gone because I know I know he holds the future and life is worth living just because he lives Jesus died on a cross and rose again from the tomb so that through him we would conquer Our fear of the unknown through faith in Jesus Christ, who is the author and perfecter of our faith. It is Jesus and Jesus alone that can take away that fear of the unknown. He has written your story. He knows the plans that he has for you. Trust in him with all your heart. And don't try and do it all on your own. Let me pray. Father God, there is so much for us to worry about, to be fearful of, to be anxious about of unknown things, especially at this time. But Father, as your scripture says, may we seek your face with all of our hearts May we come before you, Jesus, our author and perfecter of our faith. May we put our faith and trust in you so much, Father, that fear and anxiety just fall away. And I pray this morning for those that are really feeling a sense of fear and anxiety of of what's going on at the moment with COVID, with, with job situations and education, all that kind of stuff. Father, I pray in Jesus' name that you would pull that away from them and just fill them with your peace. That, Father, they would trust in you, trust in the cross of Jesus Christ in the resurrection body and that they would have faith to know that they can go tomorrow with you into the future, even though it's a bit unknown. I pray that in Jesus name. Amen. Now we're going to spend some time in communion. So let us come To this time of communion in light of what we've just heard. All of our fears, anxieties, stresses, the unknowns need to be laid at the foot of the cross. So let's pause right now and be aware of all that we are carrying. As we lay down our sins, our burdens, our anxieties and our fears. Seek Jesus right now with all of your heart. Seek forgiveness as he takes them from you. And he heaps them upon himself on that cross and cries out, it is finished. Now, if you have the elements in front of you with you right now, take that bread. The symbol of his body. Broken for you. Broken for all of your sins, your fears, your burdens and anxieties. Take and eat and remember Jesus. Now take that cup filled with the representation of his blood shed for you. As he washes away your sins, your fears, your anxieties and burdens, remember him and what he has done for you. now rise with him from the tomb saying this because you live i can face tomorrow because you live all fear is gone because i know i know you hold my future and life is worth the living just because you live amen go into the unknown this week knowing he has your future go and live in that knowledge let me pray to close father we thank you for jesus on the cross we thank you that all of our burdens our fears anxieties and sins were thrust upon him father we thank you for the tomb that is empty and father we thank you that because he did all of this we can live and father we want to live in your plans not our own we want to trust in you we want to have faith in you father Lord, teach us to pray. Call us to yourself. Father, help us to seek your face in all we do, with all of our heart. So that when the unknown comes, whilst we may have human fears and anxieties, we turn to you. We say, Father, you have everything in control. Let's walk in this together. I pray your blessing upon everybody who has watched this this morning and will continue to watch it. Bless them in Jesus' name. Amen.